0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1263, air date July 13th, 2023. All right, good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, today, tonight, 8 p.m. EST, um, we just did our uh, introductory um, opening for the Truth, Freedom, Health Open House, and we're starting a little bit late, but uh, we're going to have a discussion about workers' unions, uh, be it actors to tradesmen, that are being led by fakes and what needs to be done. And I want to talk about this in the context of our uh, discussion today, our town hall on health care. So every uh, week. Uh, we host a important town hall uh, as my run for president. And that town hall focuses on six issues which we rotate. And I wanna give you a little bit of background to this so we put all of this in context. So today's about healthcare. Um, What people don't know is that the struggle for the average individual uh, being able to take care of their health in a complex society goes back to the beginning of humankind. And those in power who've controlled access to health always have uh, eaten well, fed themselves well, clothed themselves well, have had all the riches to live long and prosper. But the masses of people have always had to live in poverty. And, uh, you know, I actually came from that kind of environment. India had a caste system. My parents came to the United States. My great grandfather, my grandparents were poor village farmers. So I know what poverty is. But we live in a world right now. That is a very, very dangerous world because there was a world about 50 years ago who you knew who the evil person was and you could see them very clearly. In fact, the evil was much more honest. But over the last 50 to 100 years, we have actors now, fake people, uh, fake leaders who have honed their skill. And I call them the not so obvious establishment. And these are part of the larger elites. The elites have gotten clever. They have the obvious establishment, the people who suppress you with a hammer, but they realize that they need to be a little more clever. So they have created people who act, literally act. They speak the words, they take the words of revolutionary leaders like myself and others, literally plagiarize them and manipulate people to back to the corral of the establishment. So we need to understand that dynamic. Now to begin with, let me share with you um, a couple of slides. I don't want to make it too pedantic, but let me share with you a couple of slides here, which will help you understand this in a much more, um, you know, proscriptive way. So this slide here, and I'm going to also share it with people on our town hall so they get a chance to also see this. This slide, um, you know, it's something that must be shared over and over and over again. I'm the only presidential candidate who talks about this. And it affects not only everyone on this call, but it affects um, all your children and your children's children. But what you see in this slide is something that's fundamentally should really wake people up. What you see on the x-axis here is time from 1980 to the present, roughly a couple years ago. And the, um, on the y-axis, you see the number of years of someone is expected to live every individual line here represents the life expectancy calculated at a point in time in the different industrialized nations. The gray line there represents the averaging of all the industrialized nations. Now, what you see is it's sort of going up in a nice straight line. And and over here you see starting to see a little dip, okay? But when you look at the United States, you see that it was going up, but starting in 1980, it started going wackadoodle, Up, then down, but essentially deviating from this norm. And then, in fact, here, starting in 2014, when Obamacare was installed, it started going down. Um, But what this line represents, in my view, is health, health at a very fundamental level. And meaning that life expectancy, and this is to just give you a little bit of biology, life expectancy is directly related to your immune system. Let me repeat that again. Life expectancy is directly related to your immune system. If you have a strong immune system, you will live long. Okay? If you have a weak immune system, you will die early. And all the current research shows that people are doing a lot of research in anti-aging. The anti-aging parts of your body, to put it simply, they're called molecular pathways, are directly the same as the molecular pathways for the immune system. So you want to think about your immune system. If you have your iPhone or your Android, the immune system is your operating system. All right. So if your immune system functions well, you're going to live long. If your immune system is destroyed, you're going to die early. All right. It's that simple. Um, John, if you can find the short video that I did on the swarm policy to biology, remember that, John? John. If you can have that ready because i want john to play this because it's a video i did after the swarm which got i think 10 20 million views a lot of people ignored this video but i went through that but fundamentally a policy that the government enacts affects your biology i call it policy to biology understand that so everything a legislator does will ultimately affect your physiology and that is why who controls a means of production and runs the world is important. Is it the small percentage of people who wanna live long and prosper? Or is it the majority of us who care for us, working people? Because this is a fundamental difference. It is the effects of policy that affect your biology. For example, in your body, your immune system is affected. I'll give you four major pathways. Every cell, you have about 6 trillion cells in your body. Every cell has something called the mitochondria. The mitochondria is the energy powerhouse of your body. It is allows your cells to breathe. It's called mitochondrial respiration. When you have mitochondrial respiration occurring properly, your body produces a chemical called NAD+. When you have a lot of that, you will live long, okay? That's one chemical from coming from one particular reaction. And that chemical aspect of your body and your mitochondria is related to anti-aging and it's related to immune health. I'll give you another one. They're called autophagy genes, A autophagy genes. You know, uh, many cultures have where you would on a Friday, you would fast, right? Or you do some type of cleanse. The reason people did that was it's very important to clear out all the gunk in your body. You do that with your car, right? You go it for, you take it for an oil change or you have a carburetor cleaner, right? You replace them. We should do that to your body. Many ancient cultures realize that. That's why fasts were important. Well, in your body, that's called autophagy. And there are autophagy genes that get turned on. When the autophagy genes are turned on, when you do, let's say, certain types of fasting, you will live long. It also supports your immune system. Second pathway. The third mechanism that's very important in your body is something called oxidative stress. When you're stressed out, someone pisses you off, you're under a, a lockdown, you can't visit family, you're depressed, oxidative stress takes place. It's no different than putting a piece of iron out there and it literally starts rusting. Well, in your body, these are called reactive oxygen species, R-O-S, reactive oxygen species. When reactive oxygen species, COX-2 is one of, um, sorry, um, R-O-S, or uh, oxygen species are these, when they go up, you're going to die early. You're going to literally stress out. So, that's the third one. The fourth one is inflammation. Inflammation includes things like COX2. If you read the back of a bottle of Advil, it'll say it's a COX2 inhibitor. COX2 occurs when you get inflamed. Well, how do you get inflamed? You can get inflamed from various things stress. You can get inflamed from wrong foods. You eat um, certain kinds of foods for certain kinds of people, right? It'll inflame your body. Those four, and there's many others, but those four things in your body right now, if you want to live long, you want to make sure your autophagy genes are regulated. You want to make sure you have good amounts of NAD+. You want to down-regulate reactive oxygen species out of oxidative stress. And you want to down-regulate inflammation. Got it? Quick biology lesson, okay? When these politicians, when these elites pass certain policies, so these are the particular molecular pathways, those four, when they pass certain policies, they literally will affect those things in your body give you an example lockdowns i remember the lockdowns of 2020 how many people remember them no one remembers them we forgot them okay uh well those lockdowns killed a lot of people it wasn't the vaccine it was the lockdowns and in march of 2020 i was the only you can go look it up in twitter who was a first scientist a first person of note who of influence to come out against lockdowns me and our movement. In fact, there's a video out there that I did and then we organized a massive protest. 2000 people showed up in Boston against the lockdowns. I wrote to Trump. I said, for God's sake, don't do these lockdowns. If you're going to quarantine people, quarantine the people who really are have the pre-existing conditions. Everyone else should take some vitamin D, some zinc, iodine. I gave a whole protocol. Okay, in March of 2020, Who promoted lockdowns? That is of note right now. Speaking, mouthing words, they were against Fauci and against lockdowns. Robert fucking Kennedy. Scumbag. Booby effing Kennedy. And why do I call him that? Because he is a modern product of the swarm, the elites. Says one thing, but when it mattered, he was promoting not worse lockdowns than than, uh, Fauci strict lockdowns and arguing that these lockdowns would not only protect people, but it would also help climate change. Got it? Robert fucking Kennedy. And today he gets enormous media coverage while they silence our movement by the grifters, Joe Rogan, by the grifter, Russell Brand, by Elon Musk, by everyone you can think of. Because they need Robert Kennedy. He's part of the swarm. He lives in Malibu. He's in a royalty, quote unquote royalty. He's part of the shithole. But they need him because they recognize that our movement exists. That is why. If our movement didn't exist, it'd be easy peasy. They would just use Biden, et cetera. But because we exist, they have to create a fake leader like they are doing with the SAG and Writers Guild right now. Because I know the woman who's leading the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, and she doesn't have a lot of regard for workers. It's one of the reasons I walked out on her because she used to say the masses are asses. All right. And everything she scribbled came from the writings from System and Revolution. And she realized, wow, my career is going this way. Let me become an actress. Let me in and, and lead a union. Well, that union today is also being misled. If you look at the statistics, the Screen Actors Guild made a billion dollars over the last year, a billion dollars over the last 10 years. Write it down. They made a billion dollars over the last 10 years collecting dues from their members, $1 billion. And those 98% of those members don't even earn a living wage. Do you know that? 98% of the members of SAG-AFTRA don't earn a living wage. 2% make millions. So the 98% are subsidizing the 2%. And this has been going on for years, since Ronald Reagan's times. And we'll talk about these unions. You go back to the 1800s and the early 1900s when these actors' unions had people like Charlie Chaplin, real artists who fought... And in fact, Charlie Chaplin was forced to leave the United States. It was a time of true upheaval of the American working class rising up. So now they have a fake union and it's so fake that when the writer's guild struck. Which they had and by the way, writers get paid pennies. And if you really think about and, and a lot of unfortunately, a lot of the stuff they write is crap, but the writers are the ones who actually create anything you see. The great writers like Shakespeare, the great writers like Bertolt Brecht, etc. The writers make everything. They create stuff, but they get paid nothing. Well, when the writers union struck, the SAG theatrical union said, oh, they would endorse him. Well, on Wednesday before the union negotiations, the leader of that union, Fran Drescher, was out in Italy partying with a fucking scab, Kim Kardashian who was crossing union lines. So how would we feel if we were all in a union of, let's say, the electrical workers, all of us, and I'm your leader, and there's someone over here who's crossing the union lines and taking your jobs, and we're supposed to be in solidarity, and I'm partying with them. What would you think about that? And on Wednesday night, all of these people came out against Fran, and they said she's full of shit, but the next day they forget it. She gives a fiery speech, most of it taken from notes for mine. It's really interesting. But it's a theatrical performance. It has nothing to do with helping these people. 98% of the workers in SAG get less than a livable wage. The 2% are the ones who make hundreds of millions or millions. Got it? But yet you have people right now promoting this misleader as a leader. Second example was literally the night before parting with Kim Kardashian who broke the picket lines. Do you understand this? Very important to understand this. It's like right in front of us. Now, let me give you a, a third example. Donald Trump Donald Trump wanted to go to Hollywood. He go look at his history. He wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be in production. But he sucked because he didn't, you know, to be a great actor, you really have to do the work. Today you can be a moron and you can do 50 takes and editing and you can make someone who sucks at acting look good. That's where we've gotten to. It's really not acting. So people wonder, you know, why doesn't AI replace them? Well, AI could probably replace all the sucky actors and probably do better than them. But Donald Trump wanted to be an actor. And if you look at Over the last 50 years, the American working class has been getting screwed since 1970. I mean, not just screwed, massively screwed. Since 1970 till today, nearly $47 trillion of wealth was transferred from working people like you and I to the elites. And why do I say that? A wonderful RAND report came out and it started looking At what happens when the American pie grew So when the economy grew over the last 50 years since 1970, it has grown. Well, whether you're in the first income quartile, the second, the third, the fourth, everyone's wages should grow. Well, it hasn't. Only the wages of the top, you know, 10, 20 percent has grown. But the income quartiles of the first and um, second have shrunk. And in fact, what has happened is their unpaid wages have gone to the elites. And the number that the Rand report calculated was forty seven trillion dollars. And during the period from 1970 till today, what has happened? There's been no labor movement. We've only had maybe about nine hundred strikes and about two million people striking. That's it. That's a very small labor movement. And since 1970, with people like Ronald Reagan and others, they actually destroyed the real labor unions. So, there's been no movement. So, as the movement went down, people's wages went down. And they do not want the American people to understand this. So, anytime real labor unions join bottoms up, they try to brand them as communist. So, let me give you the contrasting history. In the late 1800s, and which you'll study in our course, and I expect everyone to take it because a lot of these people have learned the stuff and they can also manipulate it. But when you take the course and you really study this, you will understand that, um, uh, that there has been, someone's holding up a book of Karl Marx, I don't know what he's holding up, but he should probably go read it. He should probably go read the Communist Manifesto and Das Kapital. Marx made some very, very good observations about the past, right? But he was unable to do exact predictions about the future, okay? So one of the important things to understand is that if you go back to the late 1800s, the late 1800s, um, the American working class was at the tip of the spear of leading these bottoms up movements. In fact, it was so it was called a great upheaval, which has been removed from history class. In, in the late 1886, there was a famous incident in Haymarket, Chicago, because people were fighting for the eight hour workday. In that movement, four American workers were hanged were hanged by the government of the United States. And 99% of Americans don't even know that. Okay. That four American workers were hanged fighting for the eight hour workday. When they were hanged for fighting for these basic rights, every worker all over the world honored those workers and they named it May Day. May 1st is International Workers Day. It's not a communist holiday. It came from commemoration of those four American workers. No, and by the way, every country in the world celebrates International Workers' Day except the United States. After Reagan came in, he changed it to Law Day. L A W. Okay, and he's the one who busted PATCO, the um, the uh, Air Traffic Controllers Union. Okay, but anyway, so 1800s, as these and and these trade unions were starting everywhere, led by women. Okay, women led many of these trade unions because their children were working in child labor, sometimes 20 hours. And women, places like Lowell, Massachusetts, led these bottoms up movements and these movements were catching fire across the United States by the 1920s. It's very interesting. As these movements rose, suddenly a pandemic hits. You guys remember that? the pandemic of 1919 20, the Spanish flu pandemic. And if you look in the United States and the world, prior to, it's almost like they timed it, 2019, if you go study, and I've done some videos on this, there were massive protests all over the world in 2019, everywhere, in France, millions of people, all over the world against corruption, inflation, and wage cuts, and boom, a pandemic comes. Same thing occurred in 1919 and 20. These movements were rising everywhere. And suddenly out of nowhere, you have this massive pandemic. It was called the Spanish flu pandemic. And many people argue that was also biological warfare. And we I don't want to get into that today. But whenever working people rise up, this scares the shit out, out of the establishment. But. Those workers' movements led by everyday people. There weren't the Democrats, there weren't the Kennedys, there weren't Jimmy Hoffas, there weren't people leading that was bottoms up movements. And by the 1930s, the establishment was so afraid of these movements that they said, shit, we have to throw them some reforms. So in the United States, people got the eight hour workday, they got Social Security, they stopped child labor. But most importantly, because we're talking about care, it was those movements that gave people real health, infrastructure, water systems, clean water, infrastructure. And those movements directly led to the reduction of many childhood diseases, infections. In fact, by 1962, 98% of measles was wiped out. And then they create the Kennedy Vaccination Act which put out the measles vaccine in 1963, measles was gone. So you have to remember, it was these movements of people's names who you do not know, could be your grandparents, who fought on the streets, bottoms up in very powerful militant movements that gave you any rights you have today. It wasn't the government. And please, honor those people because their names are not remembered in schools, or they're not written anywhere, but it was those people. And during that period from 1900 to 1970, look at the economics. As the GDP grew, guess what? Everyone's wages grew because the establishment was on notice. You better not fuck around with us. And the fear of God was put into them. And so they made sure people got a wage. So if, if, if you don't know, history it was during the 40s, 50s. When many immigrants, like my parents, wanted to come to the United States because the U.S. had a very good public school system. People honored labor. They worked hard. You had all this amazing ethos. And during that period, people's health got better. So health came from fighting for freedom and real science. Truth, freedom, and health. And... I'm the only one on the planet who studied this as well because I've had a real desire because of where I came from. And I was the one to connect this. People would always say, oh, yeah, you know, it was uh, the uh, infrastructure that improved vaccines. But how did we get that infrastructure? It came from these movements. You see, you have to make that connection. And that's what systems thinking allows you to do. You don't just stop. You say, well, how did that happen? How did that happen? And you go back to the root cause. The root cause was during 1900s to 1970, nearly. 11,000 strikes took place, not 100 or 900 as it took place recently, 11,000 and close to 120 million people participated in those bottoms up movements. And you probably didn't learn that anywhere. You won't learn it anywhere except from our movement because our movement is about you. And those movements were not led again by the AOCs or some, some Kennedy flunky. It was led by people like you, everyday people who figured the shit out. And they said, you know what? I got to be a leader. And a lot of women were in those movements, bottoms up. And they weren't celebrities giving fucking speeches. Ah, You know, they weren't some Kennedy, you know, talking about shit. They were everyday people. They did it in very humble ways and they mobilized people. Their words matched their deeds. And that's why America became such a great nation. It became such a great nation because of those people fought for it. Now, what happened? In 1950, a scumbag by the name of Joe McCarthy from Wisconsin, by the way, it was in Wisconsin, seven workers were shot by the National Guard fighting for the eight-hour workday. And it was out of Wisconsin, McCarthy came, and he branded all of these movements as communist movements. When they weren't, they were organic bottoms-up movements. And if you use the word Workers Unite, you were branded a Marxist. And by the way, when Marx died, Engels said the worst people in the world are Marxists because none of them really understood what Marx actually wrote. I've read all of Das Kapital, not just this guy who just put the book of some cliff notes. I've actually read all of it. I've read Adam Smith's work. I put my time in and we can talk more about that. But the fundamental issue here was there was a time in U.S. history where working people rose up and that has been completely removed, redacted from all of American history. So you forget where real, where the great America actually came from. It came from your hardworking grandparents who fought for you. Not from some fucking Kennedy or politician or Trump. No way, bullshit. So in 1950, McCarthy branded all those movements, communist Marxist movements, said they were being directed from Russia and so what they did was in 1950, the right wing started chopping the legs off these workers movements. And then the left wing, people like Bernie Sanders of the time and others, took over the unions. It was taken over by the elites, people who would mouth the words, I'm going to fight for the working people. All words. And what did they do? By 1970, there were no more strikes. There were no more bottoms up movements. The left and the right colluded against you and me and your parents and your children, everyone. And that is what we have today. We have fake leaders. But the big thing we have is you got someone like me and our movement. I really wanted to figure that's no different than all the inventions I created, email and all these things. The most important thing that I've discovered is how to destroy the swarm. And that is what I wanted to do since I was a four-year-old kid. Seriously, I remember being in the small village in India and my someone was saying, hey, there's people in this other village, they don't have any food and they're taking up arms. And I said, wow, what's wrong with that? Like it seemed natural, like you should fight for your rights. And someone said, oh, your son is a communist to my father. And my dad said, oh, he'll get over it. But I haven't gotten over it. I never got over it. It never seemed right while someone had nothing and another people were living with everything you can imagine and subjugating the 99%. And so when I came to the United States, I studied very hard. And when I went back, I came here in 1970. And when my grandmother got sick, I went back to that small village when I was 12 years old. And that's when I realized, holy shit, look at this difference between what I have in the United States. And here my grandparents don't even have any shoes they can afford. They live in a hut. They, you know, the roads are dirt. There's no, you know, all this stuff. And I saw the stark difference. And as they came to let me off at the train station, which had those old cabooses, you know, coal-fired cabooses, they were crying on the other side of the window. And I looked at them and I said, Jesus, if I don't do something with my life, when I go back to the United States, I'm a parasite. It was that motivation that resulted in this movement we have today for this deep love I had for them and the working people that I knew in places like New Jersey. And that is why I have a deep personal hatred for these people, and a deep love for the working people. And that's why I am so driven. I was driven and am driven to figure out how all this shit works. It was fine getting all those four degrees from MIT. Yes, I can build any piece of software you tell me to. Yes, I know how to build any type of mechanical system. Yes, I can under rip apart a computer and rebuild it. I can do all these things. But I wanted to understand the system of oppression Not engineering physics, not mechanical engineering, not electrical engineering, not biological engineering. I got, I aced all those, but I wanted to understand revolution engineering and that is what we've created. How do we create a world that works for those people who actually labor and toil? And that led me to realize that there is a fundamental aspect of science called system science. Everything in the world is a system. This iPhone is a system. Your body is a system. This lamp is a system. Politics is a system. Society is a system. And just like an airplane has to follow certain physics, all systems have to follow certain physics. And those physical principles, I was able to glean from all these books I see. And I was also able to glean it from studying ancient systems of medicine and politics. And I put that together in What I call Truth Freedom Health. Truth Freedom Health is an educational program. It is a community. It is a movement. But it is dedicated to you. It is my gift for you in honoring my grandparents and all those people who suffered and toiled and actually did great work and who never got their you know light in the you know in the, in the day. And it's for those people. And we have a honorable duty now. If you made it this far, all 110 of you from seeing those videos, you have a duty now to learn what I've been able to put together. And that system will liberate you. You can use it for your health. You can use it to understand how you win freedom. You can use it to innovate. It'll teach you all of those. But there are nine fundamental principles that govern every system on the planet. And without learning those principles, we will never win liberation. We will never see who the real enemy is. We'll be fooled. But when you understand those nine principles, you will realize that you go back to the 1900s, to the 1970s, you will realize that during that period, when these movements came up, they didn't understand these principles. Had Truth, Freedom and Health existed in 1930, we would have a very different world because what the establishment did, one of the principles, one of those nine principles is called a a disturbance. They realized, shit, these people are getting smart. They're organizing. They're becoming self-organizing systems. So we have to throw a wrench into that. And that wrench was the not so obvious establishment. They created the fake unions. They created the Kennedys. They put forward these Hollywood celebrities, these uh, these royalty to be your leaders. And they brainwashed you to say, oh, well, the Kennedys are Camelot. The Kennedys are full of shit. The Kennedys are not martyrs. They're mobsters. And there was a dedicated process by the elites to manipulate you into bowing down to royalty, not to reality. That's what took place. And this was by design because they needed to bring you back into the establishment. They did this in India, 1920s, working people were rising up for India. They wanted a good violent revolution. Yes, a violent revolution. They looked to America. America had a good violent revolution they threw out the British. They wanted one. They wanted one because the thumbs of weavers were cut off by the British. The famine of South India took place where millions died. So they said, fuck this. And they were building a bottoms up revolution in honor to revolutionaries like Thomas Paine and the Americas, they looked to them and Washington. And what happened? The establishment used their technology of the not so obvious establishment like the Bobby Kennedys, like the MLKs, like the union leaders, like these celebrities, misleaders. And these people, and one of them in India was Gandhi. Gandhi was created. He was manufactured. His name isn't, his name was Mohandas K. Gandhi. They changed his name to Mahatma, which means a great soul. Do you know that? It's not his name. PR, marketing, like the Kennedys, they created Camelot. Jesus Christ. The Kennedys were so dishonorable. The most dishonorable group of people at a public figure level, but they use PR and in India, for example, Gandhi was pushed on the masses and he was used to make sure all of these people as a safety valve, they simmered down and Gandhi was used to transfer power from white men with crowns to brown men with white hats. And that occurred all over Africa. And that occurred in the civil rights movement. Martin Luther King was, go look at his history, doing drugs You know, videos, audio of him coming out right now, what he was doing to women. You know, he was a southern bourgeois Baptist preacher, nothing like Malcolm X. Did not come bottoms up. The Kennedys promoted him. The March on Washington was a freaking shit show circus. And what happened in America? Black people and white people did not get infrastructure in the inner cities. They got affirmative action, which pitted blacks against whites. So you see, the establishment is very... Smart. They study system science. They have people like George Soros, who's one of the theorists of system science. They have this weapon. It's like, imagine we are a bunch of cave people. We didn't have fire. One guy has fire. So like Prometheus bringing fire, I've been honored to bring that fire to all of you. And that is the science of systems. And with that fire, we can liberate ourselves. But without it, we're fucked. Because they have the science of systems and you don't. And they have about 10 to 20,000 people who know this. They say, you know what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay, okay, we're going to put Robert Kennedy here. We know the people are rising up. Shit, there's that fucking guy, Dr. Shiva over there. And there's this movement. They're hitting us hard. And they've been doing it in 2020. We got to conceal them. We got to make them invisible. We're going to put one doofus called Trump, who everyone, we got in the white working class. And by the way, the white working class is the tip of the spear of the global movement because they still believe in the First and Second Amendment. So you have to blunt them. So they put in this fool called Trump. He had great marketing messages. Lock her up. Drain the swamp. All that crap. Right. Did he drain the swamp? Come on. Be honest. Reality. Who did he lock up? He locked up his own people. You have to look at that face reality. I put up signs for him. I gave him money. And so anyone who just wears a MAGA hat says, oh, Dr. Shiva's criticizing Trump. I say, shut the fuck up. I didn't see you putting up signs. I did. And then he called me. I've had uh, uh, one two-hour meeting, one-hour meeting with him. And I railed on him. I said, how could you endorse a guy who supported election fraud, use all my material, and you raised a half a billion dollars? Where did it go? These people are not our friends. They're one of them. They have gold-plated toilets. They know how to talk the talk. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're masters of talking the talk because they know and they actually believe, like Fran Drescher told me, the masses are asses. That's what she believes. They hate you. They do not like you. And I've been fortunate I never lost my compass. I've been among them because of the skills I had and because of my talents. I went to the number one school in the world. I've hung around with presidents. I've hung around with all these fucking celebrities and they don't like you. When you go get their autograph from them, as I've said before, and you walk away, they say, ha ha ha, look at that star fucker. That's what they call you. I know I'm hitting you with a lot, but it's the truth. But the world is in a very delicate, dangerous place because when you look at that graph that I just shared with you, let me go back to that. That graph tells you, and I didn't finish the whole graph here, so I showed you what the life expectancy is. And this is really the punchline of the reality of where we're going. That is what's been happening, okay? And the reason I shared with you those four molecular pathways, the reason I shared that with you is because you need to understand that during the last 60 years that we have been sitting around voting for the lesser of two evils, okay? This is what's gone on. While you've been bamboozled to sit on your butts and watch these stupid films, written by people who don't give a fuck about you. What has happened? Look at what's happened. The life expectancy in the United States has been going wackadoodle. And you know when COVID hit, that's what happened. Why? Because the immune systems of the American people was already destroyed. And all you needed was one disturbance and boom. So whatever, if 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 you are an adult today, your children will live, have a less lifespan than you. Think about what that means. And this is not because of COVID. It's because of all the shit that's occurred for the last 50, 70 years when we stopped fighting, when we stopped building independent movements. I hope I'm being very clear. And if you and this has happened because we kept voting for the lesser of two wheels. So here was Reagan. Then you had Bush. Then you had the Clintons. Right. Then you had Obama. And then you had Trump. And now you have Biden. It doesn't matter. Red or blue. You're getting fucked. And during this period is when you've been seeking leaders who are not people like me, not one of us, one of them. And this is a result. And it's no different than, you know, Charlie Brown being a doofus, thinking one day, you know, Lucy is going to not, you know, pick up the ball. She will always fuck you you'll always fuck charlie brown the establishment will always screw you i don't care what words they say look at their deeds and the and what happens what's happened is that the policies that I, they have done has destroyed your immune system it's created so much stress stress is a number one killer look i went to sardinia you know which is where people i just you know i did a scientific tour there part vacation part science and what Emerged was that the number one people live long has nothing to do with food. Their number one reason people live long is because they are not stressed. They have family, community, friendships. The number one reason people live long is because they're not stressed out. Well, the American people, particularly, have been under such enormous stress over the last 60 years because you can't, the, the immune systems of your bodies are being destroyed. You can't even get good healthy food. You send your kid and you pay 100 200,000 dollars to go to college. Go look at the crap that they eat. The education is fake science, fake news. Innovation. We we have children aren't trained to solve problems. Facebook is not an in- innovation. Elon Musk has innovated nothing. Yet yet he's promoted as some great innovator. Everything he's done is stolen. He didn't create Tesla. He didn't the PayPal, the version he had was a disaster. We have corrupt leaders, fake leaders. And we have an economy where the average 90 percent of Americans only have four hundred dollars in their savings account on a rainy day. Yes, there is income inequality. And this is not a left or right issue. It is just a fact. So if I talk about income inequality and you call me a Marxist, I say, fuck you. Okay, income inequality exists. It is the actual source of gun violence. When you remove all the stuff from all the right wing says it's it's the video games and the left wing says or the drugs and the and the, and the the left wing says it's it's the first, second amendment. No, it's income inequality. All those kids who go around on shooting rampages, 99% of them were kids who grew up in these neighborhoods where they would see super wealthy people driving around and they had nothing. So what is the solution? Well, today we're talking about the immune system. We're talking about health. We're talking about real health care. Next Thursday, we'll talk about the environment. But our campaign is going to teach you how to strengthen your immune system. We're not gonna wait till I'm elected president. And even if I'm elected president, I will still teach you all these things. But you join our campaign, this campaign will strengthen you so you can live long and prosper. We're gonna teach you how to eat locally and healthy on a budget so it's not a bougie thing to go to your local farmer. Education, I'll do one to two hours teaching your kids system science. You can take the course, you can pay a nominal amount, but we're gonna give it away anyway. But become a truth for health warrior, innovation. I will teach people the seven secrets of what it takes to innovate. Governance. We have the principles, actual practical things of what it takes to be a leader in your community. An economy. We teach people what is a profit and loss statement, what is a balance sheet, what is a cash flow statement. Ninety-nine percent of kids graduating college don't do that, know that. Ninety-five percent of small businesses will not, don't know that. The government ain't going to do shit for you. They don't give a damn for you. The presidency is corrupt. The legislature is corrupt. The judiciary is corrupt. And you're talking to someone who's dealt with all those people and fought them and will continue to fight them. But when you look at this, this is a campaign. This is about us. This is not about them. They don't give a fuck about you. And it is us versus them. Don't let anyone fool you and say, let's heal the divide. We're going to come together. There's some fake unity. And that's all fake unity bullshit. The real unity is working people, organizing. There is an us versus them. And the them is around 0.1%. And the Robert Kennedy's will talk about heal the divide. Well, yeah, he can go to Malibu. He can get all his testosterone shots. By the way, the legal steroid industry is going to grow to 200 billion. And you have 100 million times more of getting a blood clot from taking legal steroids than you do from the mRNA vaccine, which is going to be about $120 billion market. So here's his fucking dick. That's what he is, railing against vaccines. One day, and by the way, when you come to his home, you have to be vaccinated. And then he blames his wife. I mean, this guy speak. I don't. I think he has three or five tongues. He's a five tongue serpent, not even a fork tongue serpent. But because of that Kennedy name and the branding, the enormous amount of billions of dollars they spent on the Kennedy brand, everyday people are bamboozled. But I'm not going to allow it. And our movement is exposing this bullshit because we live in a world now that the elites have two fangs, Trump and Kennedy, to sucker people back into the establishment. And I know both these people have hung out around with them. I know their ways and they hate me because I was supposed to become one of them. All those degrees I got, I should have been a sellout, but I can't do it. I have too much hatred for them. That same four-year-old kid was really pissed off that young people, small children in a village who had no food because other people were just monopolizing. I I didn't think that was right. And I still don't think it's right. And anyone thinks it's right is I don't care about them. And I don't think everyday working people do. So we live in a very important time that the establishment is using the not so obvious establishment. Does everyone get that? N-S-O-E. We have to label them. And I spend 90% of my time, probably 99% of time exposed. It's easy to expose Biden and Clintons and Fauci. In fact, Robert Kennedy didn't even say anything about Fauci in 2020. He stole all of our material from our videos to write the real Fauci book. In fact, he didn't even write it. They used a ghostwriter. This guy is made up. He banged 38 women while he was married, made a diary of it, and said that women were mugging him. His wife got his diary. She wanted to kill herself. He said, okay, she kills herself. Women don't kill themselves, hang themselves. It's very rare. And then when they buried her, he bought all the PR, took beautiful photos of her getting buried. And then the next day they exhumed her body and put her somewhere else. So people better wake the fuck up. These people aren't one of us. And we better start having dignity for ourselves and really fucking respect for ourselves. These people are not one of us. They don't give a fuck about you. They give a fuck about you to the extent they'll mouth words. So you'll say, oh, my God, he said some good things. Yeah, well, what did he do? Where was Robert Kennedy in 2007? I was out there fighting against the war in Iraq. Lonely, alone. Where was Robert Kennedy in 20, uh, John, when was that? 2017. It was 40 of us who did the free speech rally in Boston. We were called Nazis. 40,000 people came out. You can see it. 40,000 people against 40 of us. In 2020, we were the ones who did the most important lawsuit exposing the government censorship infrastructure. Where was fucker Carlson? They concealed our lawsuit. They tried to steal our credit. Why? Because we're an independent movement. You see, we're the most dangerous movement on the planet right now. Why? Because we don't give a damn about the left or the right. We're coming bottoms up. We don't need them and therefore they attempt to make us invisible. That swarm video got out to 20 million people in spite of the amount of effort they do to shadow ban us. That shows the power of our movement. That shows the hunger people have. And it becomes your responsibility to get this movement out there because we built it. It's like we built a beautiful, you know, you know, structure. It should have been done by our parents in the 1940s and 50s. So we didn't have to go through this hell, but You know, it's been day and night. We've created the education. We've created the community. We've created the technology. It's all here. But now it requires you because there is only one of us. There's only one Crystal. There's only one Teresa. You know, there's only one Maria. And all of these people are volunteers. But it demands that you now use this incredible infrastructure that we have many ways gifted you. My run for president is an enormous opportunity for every one of you to get involved. And what does that mean? That means, well, you can do a simple thing. John, you can get a little bumper sticker. Put it on the back left window of your car. John, you may want to bring it up. Why is that important? Well, first of all, it says, you know what? I have broken from the left and the right. I'm a thinking human being. I figured you out. Fuck you, Trump. Fuck you, Kennedy. I'm putting this banner here. And one banner, one little bumper sticker, which, you know, is five, four bucks. Hundred thousand people see it per day. Did you know that? And there's this bumper sticker John's bringing up. This bumper sticker will be seen by 100,000 people, okay? Not like 10 people, okay? But 100,000 people. And I'm going to, John, if you could keep keep it up on the Zoom, I'm going to share the Zoom window. But 100,000 people will see this bumper sticker, okay? And it becomes your responsibility to get one of those. You could be lazy. Put one of those up. 100,000 people a day will see that. And you multiply that by 300 or 400 number of days left before 2024. That means 40 million people. You become a walking activist. That's one thing anyone can do. Very easy to do. What's the second thing you can do? Well, we're going to have to get on the ballot in every state. And you know that constitutionally, the United States Constitution, by the passage of the 14th Amendment and the FEC has already ruled that I, a natural, naturalized citizen can run. But the secretaries of state who are all potentially ignorant, they don't know that. So in every state, we have to collect signatures to get on the ballot. And when they challenge us, I've already filed by myself a proactive, which will probably go all the way to up to the Supreme Court, a lawsuit which demands that the Constitution be followed. Okay? And by the way, everyone listening on social media, share this. We know we're being shadow banned. Sign up, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, sign up, become a member, supporter, warrior. Go to shivaforpresident.com, become a volunteer and donate. You donate anything, we give you stuff, okay? We don't just take your money. You give me 25 bucks, I give you books. You give me 100 bucks, I give you books and courses because this is an educational movement. So get involved. So you can volunteer and donate. And all of you in the United States can immediately help by volunteering because we need to get signatures in Florida. We need about hundred thousand signatures in uh, Massachusetts. We need 10,000 in Vermont, a thousand, whatever it is. But our getting on the ballot is going to be like a bomb went off in the universe or, or, you know, a big bang took place because they're never expecting a movement like ours to come bottoms up without any support to get on the ballot. So that's a big victory we can do. And to anyone who made it this far, Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Become a Warrior Scholar. You contribute. You get all this knowledge that took me 50 years to organize. But it's not my knowledge. It becomes your knowledge. And and once you go through the program, you get to be a philanthropist. You get to give this knowledge to as many children as you want. I went to a small village in India, and I gave it to 1,500 kids. We're going to gift it. You can gift it as many times as you want. You get to be a philanthropist. It's not just you, you don't have to be a billionaire. You give it 100 times or a thousand times to so a hundred kids. You just gave away about a hundred thousand dollars. That's what you get to give. Thanks, John. So, you know, today's talk was really about the fact that these unions that we have today, from actors unions to tradesmen's unions are all led by fakes. So how is it that the Screen Actors Guild has raised a billion dollars in dues over the last 10 years And it's 98% of his members cannot earn a living wage. How is that? It means that the leadership sucks. So in a tweet I just did, I said, if you're the 98%, you better get some real leadership, not leaders who go hang out with Kim Kardashian who walks your picket lines. Because you're really dumb if you do that. And that's what needs to be done. It's time for us. We need to shatter the swarm. It's time for us. Shiva for president. It's your movement. Truth, freedom, and health. That's what this is about. This is about you. It's not about any one individual, but it's about you. So I've created as a good educator, I've created all the tools, we have all the programs, all the courses, all the infrastructure. everything's there for you. You just have to get off your butt and do it now and and, and there's you don't have to feel lonely. A lot of people say, oh my God, I feel so lonely. I didn't, you know, I feel all alone. Well, you don't have to feel lonely because you got half a billion people around the world who've heard about our movement, even though they try to make it invisible, they can't. Half a million people, be it in Antarctica, have taken our course all the way to Samoa, all the way, all over the world. So you get to be part of this awesome community of people who have overcome the Kennedy bullshit and who have overcome the Trumps. These are very enlightened people. You have the chance to raise your consciousness and become a true human being. And one person who understands these principles is, is equivalent to 10 million people who don't know them. You are literally like the caveman bringing fire to your village. That's what you become. That's powerful. And so I hope all of you get off your butts and you get involved. Because you know you know what a really good teacher likes? A really good teacher loves, it, loves a good student. And I can tell you that when I was teaching at MIT, out of the 4,000 students, I only met one good student out of that. It's hard to get a good student. So my expectations are low, but if we get about 10,000 good people who really get this and become leaders, it's over for these guys. They can't bullshit us anymore. Look at the work that we've done just since 2020 with this little room, with this little dinky camera We've changed the world. We expose election systems. We expose Fauci. We expose the government censorship infrastructure. Everyone knows it. They can try to steal our work, but they know the origin and they're scared shitless we did it. And they don't cover us because we're independent, because they don't want to give us credit. But you know what? We're going to damn well take the credit because credit matters. Why does credit matter? Because credit leads people to where real change comes from, from the edges, from bottoms up people. Change doesn't come from above. So for God's sake, Get the fuck involved. Everything is here for you. I'm running for president. I'm putting myself out there. Get involved. But not for me. Get involved for you. And we've created the ways that you can become leaders. That's what this is about. So there you go. Shatter the swarm. It's time for one of us. Shiva for president. Truth, freedom, health. Those four slogans that I just went through are very important. Shatter the swarm. It's time for us. We make it very real there's a campaign going on. You have a real choice. You don't have to choose the lesser of two evils. And we have this amazing movement, Truth, Freedom, Help, that drives all of this. John, let me take some questions. Exactly. It's time for us. John, do you have any questions? So let's take some questions from our audience who's in the town hall, and then we'll take three questions there. Then we'll go to introduce people, um, which we'll turn off. But um, let me, uh, John. Do you want to pick any questions? And again, don't be shy. Any questions to what I've talked about? Not sort of, um, you know, how we build our movement, etc. John. Uh, John Duke says, "Look at the cobalt mining in in the Congo. How many celebrities are speaking out about the children mining toxic metals on?" by hand under threat of violence? Nobody, because when you look at it, the entire climate change scam was created by the billionaires to manipulate people back into the establishment. And it's about funding the carbon tax scam, which by the way, booby fucking Kennedy's all about. All right, after I started attacking me, he says, oh, well, the climate change, it looks like we're all being used. So he's speaking in all these different tongues. He's literally a demon. He speaks in all these tongues. Literally, you know, those demonic people in the exorcist speak in tongues. That's what this guy is. But next, John. Rebecca has a question. Go ahead, Rebecca. John, you want to select Rebecca? And I'll see what questions we have here. Rebecca, can you unmute, please? I have Rebecca, you need to unmute. I have a question here, John. Uh, some Kyle Rossing says, how does the movement take down the empire, let me put this up, um, as a whole, okay? So it's a very good question. So Kyle, um, first of all, Kyle is asking a very fundamental question. How do we shatter the swarm essentially? So when you study the science of systems, you will understand that all change in the universe, anywhere in the universe, begins with consciousness raising it creates a wave. In In system and revolution, I ca- the re- what I define as a revolution is when there's a phase shift, okay? If you, as simple as ice going to water, ice going to water occurs exactly at zero degrees centigrade plus, right? Boom, it goes to water when it goes a little bit above. Water going to steam goes at a little bit over 212 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's quite fascinating. The structure of ice, the solid thing, becomes water and water becomes vapor. That is a revolution. It's called a phase transition. Does it occur over small periods of time? No. When the conditions are right, Kyle, it occurs overnight. So revolution is overnight. It's like a big spike. But to make that occur, you have to have enough particles that start moving at the right conditions. So ice becomes water. Does that make sense? So... Each one of you is like a particle of hydrogen or H2O in this very complex matrix. We're all interrelated. But when under the right conditions, we start vibrating, our consciousness starts changing and you have a phase shift. That is a revolution. Revolutions come from consciousness changing. When people say, you know what, this is bullshit and I want to really understand how I free myself. Am I going to keep voting for some fools, lesser of two evils? Well, that's making the lifespan go down. Or I'm going to understand how all of this works. And I'm going to be a leader in my community. Enough people do that, Kyle. That's when change occurs overnight. But you have to have a critical mass. And by the way, I was speaking to someone this morning. Someone says, oh, you know, when will the camel's uh, uh, back break? I said, it's never going to break. Because the elites know that just because they keep doing more and more and more shit to you, doesn't mean the world changes. This is a bad thinking. So people are just sitting back. Oh yeah, one day something's going to happen. No, nothing's going to happen. The iPhone didn't get created because Steve Jobs sat on his fat ass. Okay. It got created because he had a vision. He brought people together. He created, if you're running a business, your business will go to hell. If you don't watch it, you have to create things. And in order to make something, you have to make revolution. And making revolution means you understand the physics. And that is what we're teaching here, Kyle. So get off your butt. You know, we've created the course, get with the program, connect with the community, and we get people on the ground. That's how change occurs. And that's why I spend so much time, you know? Today will be a 20-hour day for me. But we do the morning meetings, we do videos, and we do this, but is a relentless task of commitment to educating you. Next question, John. Someone uh, says, is your party independent? No, there's no reason to create parties. We may at one point if it needs, but there's no reason to create one. The goal is we already have our movement, um, the running for president, we're running against under an independent banner, it's decentralized. Decentralization doesn't mean anarcho-syndicalism. We have a core set of principles, but the idea is to get it out there. So we don't need to create an infrastructure that the government wants, so they can control us. So we're doing our own movement. You're welcome, Kyle. Kyle, get involved. You asked a good question. All right, any other questions, John? Uh, Tony here on Zoom is asking one of your Thank competitors, you. Dr. Cornell West is also running for president since RFK won't debate you, would could you engage in a debate with Cornell West? Cornell West is a black RFK, okay? That's what he is. Um, this guy's been a fool. He's been an academic. Who supported, he speaks, talks to talk, he's a black bourgeois. He supported all the black bourgeois who have done nothing for America. And if he's serious, let uh, him first take the course, let him get involved and let him tell us why he supported all these black bourgeois. That's where he needs to begin. And if he's done that, then maybe, you know, we already, you know, then we'll talk to him. But if he wants to debate me, we can go all the way back to all of his actions why he supported people like Kennedy, why he supported people like Martin Luther King. You know, if he's a serious guy and you'll realize that he's really the black um, Robert F. Kennedy, you know, that's what he is. All right. To everyone out on Twitter, because we got to go, and we're going to introduce our great people here in the, in the town hall to all of you out there. Get involved and remember you, we have a bunch of fake leaders. Our movement is creating real leaders. And we live in a very dangerous time where the elites are ramping up the not so obvious establishment. So you have to get wise. So get wise or, and, or, you know, get educated or be enslaved. All right, everyone. Uh, everyone stay here on, um because we want to do our introduction of people. Um, and everyone,